hello hello um welcome black Welcome, Welcome black. black. Yep. Welcome black. <laughs> I was like, is that what That's you guys exactly... normally say? Because I will steal that. A great way to start. Listen, it's a great way to start because this is going to be a black ass episode, y'all. Like, this is our Saturday episode recorded on Thursdays, and our Patreon ballers get it on Friday. But we have got someone that we've been trying to get for literally since we even heard her name in the mix of being on Summer House. She is hilarious. She has her own podcast called Codependence with our other friend who we had on here, Sierra Miller. She is a gorgeous, gorgeous girl. She bakes, uh, she cooks, like there isn't one thing that she can't do. And she also is a Are you fan. single? Like what? <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Hypes me up like this. <laughs> Listen, we gotta give you your flowers. Like she also is a fan of girlfriend. And we have Maya Allen, welcome finally to the welcome. Pod. Thank you, thank you, thank Maya. you. We are family now. I'm very excited to be here. I'm almost nervous a little bit. I feel like I could get myself into some trouble tonight. Listen, we are not, we're kind of messy, but not that messy, you know? We say the real um, mess for people. <laughs> okay. That's like not, Robin. This is not that kind of episode. You said like Robin. <laughs> oh, yeah, not. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going to ask you a few shady questions, but nothing that's going to get you in trouble, obviously. Like, the main thing here is we want to know more about Maya. Like, we want to know. How did you even get into baking, cooking, all that stuff? And then how did you get on Summer House, like the real way that you got on, not whatever they said, that, you know, on the show? And then just okay. what are you watching? What are you thinking? Like, we're just going to have a fun time. Good like, stuff. Yeah, yeah, we'll have a good time. Exactly. <sighs> okay, all right. I'm going to try to keep it cool. I'm going to try to not be myself, my messy self. <laughs> If you want keep to it all light and love tonight, hopefully. No, because I do have a, a I, I do have two things that I do. Well, not even. Well, because it's like we haven't spoken since I've been on Bravo, so that's like two years basically of content to attack, if you will. And that alone, like if if I'm like starting to really go back into the things that I the questions I used to get asked, I'm like, we this could be interesting. Exactly, mm-hmm. but we won't, we won't make it like. <laughs> headline making news it's just like we have a very niche part of the bravo sphere that even will give us a listen anyway it's really when we go on the timeline that we have to be a little bit more right <laughs> less messy I'm but with it. i hear it so first off how did you get into cooking and baking like when you was a little girl did you have the easy bake oven and you were like yes yes Yes, had the easy bake oven, like never a doll girl, always was cooking something, always trying to create something very artsy, like into, I don't know, painting, drawing, like anything like that, very much my interest. If you asked me to sit down and like tell you about history, I could not care less. So I started baking a lot. I think if you asked my family, they'd be like, well, I was attached to my dad very much growing up. He's the cook in our family. He grew, he was the one that cooked my mom went to work. My dad was not a stay-at-home dad, but he was at home more because he had his own business. So he had more flexibility. So he was the one that cooked all our meals. And they would tell me that when I, the only time I wasn't crying is when I was in my dad's arms. 
this is allegedly, of course, I can't, you know, I don't know this for sure, but this is what they tell me. And so therefore that's like how I picked up cooking. Allegedly, but moving on beyond that, like I started baking, I got my first kitchen aid. I think I was in third grade and still have it to like i was baking early i started a kitchen aid mixer you guys that is a stand mixer that runs you a good like i still don't even have that i still have the same one it's red i don't know why i picked red but like i have a red kitchen aid that i use it's classic i feel like red means business too versus like when you get the what like, it was about that red, <laughs> yeah, like, like when I you get the other like periwinkle color. or something, you know what I mean? I no, yeah. that's real cute. That's when you're like making for the family some cute stuff. Red means like, you no, know, I'm gonna line these hoes up and I'm <laughs> selling them by the dozen, yeah. right? So I started selling cakes. I so I the first thing I cooked was out of the KitchenAid cookbook. I made a pound cake, made that pound cake. It was so good. I like adapted it a bit. So I just made it my own, started selling them churches, graduations, whatever. My parents were buying me all the ingredients at Costco. So I had no upfront costs. They paid it. Oh, I made hundred percent profit. And it's by far the best success or the most successful business I've ever run. <laughs> like easy. I bet today they're like, no, get your own ingredients and pay us back. I mean, even if I'm like, hey, I would love like, I'll be home and I'll be like, I would love to see what you guys want me to make for you, basically, so I can make content type of thing. They're like, okay, so whatever you choose, you'll then go buy the stuff. And I'm like, that's not what I was implying, but okay. It's like, what's the point of being home if I can't? Exactly. Out there? Yeah. If like, I'm not leaving. The recently, it's like what you thought it was going to be like when you moved out. And you're like eating this full meal, and really, you're like cutting yeah. ice and eating white rice. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the only two things that I know how to make. And even my ice is a little bit too chunky. (laughs) What would be um, like your favorite dish or, yeah, no, let's do, let's do an appetizer, a dish and a dessert. Like what is your fave to make? To make. Mm. So I only like to make things I like to eat. Like I will not cook things just like for the pleasure of someone else. It's not the kind of cook I am, but for an app I love like a good bruschetta in the summer um I'm not like I like something acidic so I love like I love a crudo I love ceviche I love like a really bright salad to start and then it's got to be like either it's either gonna be like a pasta or some sort of like stewed chicken or like stewed meat so I think right now I'm into my dad's from the Caribbean so I grew up very much eating like West Indian food and when I think of home I think of like brown stew chicken and rice and peas and plantains and like that to me would be a very good main course that's like, actually maybe my I'm, dinner maybe I'm ordering tonight, that too. tonight oh like apparently it's my <laughs> I, was about to say, I was about to order <laughs> I literally have it plate. in my fridge right now ready for me what did you get did you get Donna's I didn't get Donna's I got Dutch pot Dutch pot, yeah, yeah, Dutch pot slap. Did you get the oxtails? No, I got brown stew chicken and I got the rice and peas with it. Oh, oh that's what's up. okay. So for dessert, <laughs> what dessert? Would you like to make? I like cakes with not a lot of icing or like something that's like a little fluffier. So like I would do like a I don't know, like I love an olive oil cake. I love I like more like vanilla based desserts than chocolate. 
which I think is a little weird, but maybe like a brown butter cake with like a whipped cream and some sort of fruit compote, I feel like would be delicious. Okay. It's like literally what you're describing though. I'm like, this is me because I don't really like <laughs> chocolate cakes and chocolate, like every yeah. now and then I'll have it, but for the it's most like, part. It's like, I get it. Vanilla buttercream. Mm -hmm. Same. I like mm -hmm. vanilla. And then I, I don't know, maybe it's like a repressed trauma from watching what was that Matilda and that boy or that girl had to eat that chocolate cake and then got swung around by her. Like, I don't know, like all of that just really traumatized chocolate cake for yeah. me. And it's just red velvet is just red chocolate. So I'm just like, no. Nah. I've never understood red velvet ever. Like what I get the origin of red velvet. Like it's actually supposed to be used with beets because there was a sugar shortage at times. And that's mm -hmm. why red velvet came to be. But mm -hmm. it's at the end of the day, it's red chocolate cake I like, didn't why, get did, it. why did our people like choose that to represent us <laughs> I was just about to say like this is brother we're black i don't know you might get cussed out for that one but i'm just saying <laughs> no i get it like that's what every that's what our like that is known yeah. to our people are exactly. like red velvet i don't get it i didn't get it until i had red velvet cheesecake and then i'm like okay i get it like that's it is some like thing though right what is it like it's like cheesecake, but like with red, <laughs> red velvet cake. So it. it was chocolate cheesecake. It's chocolate, but red velvet has a very specific taste. It's kind of different. It's like it's slightly different. So they actually put like the beets in, like you're supposed to, because I'm maybe that's what it is. But it's like it it's like, like the, some kind of. It's change. supposed to be like earthier. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But I feel like people don't actually honor that anymore. So I'm, I'd be no. very interested to try this cheesecake. I don't like cheesecake, but I think I'm try that isn't cheesecake. that where get it at the cheesecake factory? Like you don't have to eat there. You don't have to eat there for real. But like you can go in there like me, and then I'm like, can I have this cheesecake? There, that have, cheesecake. This cheesecake. Is there a cheesecake factory in New York? Yeah, See, there I'm is. I'm saying actually. it like it's one everywhere. I feel like it should be the standard for. There's every one state. where I grew up. Like, there's one from home, but I don't know about. I think that there is a cheese. Unless I'm getting it confused with Olive Garden, because there's one in Times Square. I think that's Olive Garden. That's in Times Square, probably. <laughs> yes, because Sierra loves Olive Garden, and mm -hmm. I've been to that Olive Garden with Sierra. All right, never mind. I got it mixed up. So but, I yeah, can say for us. sure that there's an Olive Garden. <laughs> Man, shout out the cheesecake factory, y'all do y'all thing. But if you um, ever go, make sure, make sure you. I'll do try that. it. I will try it because now I really want to know. I want to know so I can come back and be like, you were right or you were wrong. Okay, yeah, that'll be part I'll, two. And I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> okay, and then did you decide like, okay, this is what I want to do as a profession? Yeah, I always knew I was into food. I say I went to prep school growing up. So when I when it came to like go to college, I wanted to go to culinary school. But my parents were like, we just spent a good amount of money on your education. You're going to get a real college and then you can do whatever you want to do with your life. So I did the real college thing. And then I was like, all right, after a year or two out of college, it's like I'm going to go to culinary school and just figure it out. But I didn't know what I wanted to do. I'm pretty awkward and like private so I never really thought that I would be doing anything on a screen or like sharing my recipes with people like I thought about the food blogs about all of that but I was like 
at the end of the day I'm just like dry and to type out like oh this is my family favorite blah 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 it just doesn't resonate with people like people are not going to want to make this food I don't know what it is but like I can't even hype it up in a way that sounds authentic because I'm just like not that type of like peppy girl so it's like how do I get into food in a way that suits me and that like represents who I am I started um, managing bakeries for a while loved that field because after working in kitchens the amount of sexual assault that you face the just the horrible work environments in kitchens is really something that I don't feel like is talked about enough and for me it made me never want to work a line again and this is when I was even working in two Michelin starred restaurants so after that I was like we're doing something different and I was in DC for a while opening restaurants opening fast casuals managing bakeries that was cool for a second but I was also like I don't feel fulfilled and I was like I got to go to New York and try to do something on food media and that's when I came in the pandemic hit (laughs) so it was over for me I was like okay I guess that's not like remember like 2019 where like Bon Appetit Kitchen Test Kitchen was like a big thing and like that whole route like like that was starting to really pick up I was like I could see myself in that type of space and that space doesn't really exist anymore but now I'm here I mean, like, uh, it obviously led you, everything that you went to, led you to a certain place to the point where, which is the next thing I'm going to ask about, every time, and even though we we Instagram friends, every mother effort time, you release some cookies, they sell out like like Drake tickets, <laughs> like the Renaissance tickets. No, what truly, you... I did it based off of Beyonce dropping her surprise Beyonce album. That's like what the inspiration was. I love Beyonce. And it works. <laughs> <laughs> it works. I didn't think it would work this, and like, I promise you, I haven't been doing as much like to consumer selling of the cookies in the last year because I've been so booked and busy with private accounts i was in an airline for a year i like i have worked with the olympics right now i have so many like larger clients that selling direct to consumer has been overwhelming but no matter what i did with the cookie drops like i would not i would be like okay this is the biggest one yet i felt like i said that every time and it really was the biggest one yet like times 10 times 15 times 100 and i was like damn like these cook and people are mad about it and that's yeah be honest do you be lying a little bit like because i know <laughs> i know from like before from working with people we would in order to sell more like we know that we have like x amount like 100 say yeah and then i we'd be like oh you know it's going to be a limited amount to sell more but then also when it got popular just so we could get more people's attention we'd be like oh we have 10 times more everyone's gonna be able to get some I feel like that's what you do a little bit no so I wasn't lying but I did learn working at this very popular bakery in Boston that like the minute something is sold out people want it more I'll never Mm -hmm. like that was a lesson that I really really took away from that bakery like and and they said every time if someone's asking for something don't say we ran out don't say we're out of it don't say we don't have it today say we sold out 
And that person will come back the next day being like, well, what are we selling out about? Because I want to try it now. So that's really <laughs> yes. all it was. I'm not lying to the people. Like I, mm. gen- I, but I am surprised that people take the time to be like, let me log on to my computer and buy this. Because you have to remember, I was doing this before the show. You came so, like, so things- talking about it. Like, this Correct. Was, like this was happening and- before the yeah. show. So like, were the cookie drops selling out? Yes, but not in minutes and seconds. And right. that's all a tribute to the show, which I'm very grateful for. But no, I have, so the-, the lie would have had to start before the show and I couldn't even keep up with that really. It was not a lie. Yeah, it I'm just glad goes. that I was able to. That was the first thing I wanted to confront you about. It was just like, where are the <laughs> that could run. Because I was not able to get my hands on them. Apparently, and we're know- fighting now. No one told me. <laughs> <laughs> not like in KFU did. I would have showed also- up a little differently. No. <laughs> because. <laughs> I know it must take some patience too. I want to know though, do you make these cookies like in your kitchen or do you how like how does that work? No, I have commercial kitchen space in Brooklyn. Um, it's up the street for me now. It was a little bit of a hike earlier, but mm-hmm. I have a team, I have equipment there. I don't do anything at home. I could I don't even have a full yeah. size oven in my home. Like I could not do it here. <laughs> in New York City, they don't even really give people ovens. Oh. So no, I can't make it here. I would be making six cookies at a time, and that's crazy. <laughs> I imagine it's exhausting though, because like turning my stove on three fifty is a lot for me. Aaron honestly. is the black person that cooks everything on three fifty. Three fifty. I like three fifty is safe. Now I've stepped it up to like three seventy five. But you never oh, go like, three hundred. Yeah, <laughs> I have I have done four hundred depending on what it is. Like my garlic rolls. Because I know mm-hmm. it's better to cook them at a higher temperature. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if I'm cooking some kind of meat and I want to give it, like, a browning, mm-hmm. I make sure it's kind of crispy. Mm-hmm. I honestly didn't start cooking above 350 until I moved out of my mom's house, and that was 2019. And then yeah. I was, like, here, and I'm like, okay, I'm cooking on my own. And it says on the back, put it at 425. <laughs> I'm like... I'm like, you're like, What? The stove like, goes on. up that high? Lord, I mean, I to this day, if I'm cooking at home, my dad will, like, come and turn, like, the burners down or turn the <laughs> oven down because he's like, that flame is too high. And I'm like, I actually got educated about cooking. Dad, like, I know what oh, I'm wow. doing. And also, you've never complained. It so it's like the minute he leaves, I'm just turning it right back up. <laughs> and, and then yeah. I learned about preheating because we didn't do that like I used to turn it on 350 and put, and then put it right in. in. <laughs> that now was I it. know. Now I know. Now Listen, we like... had to learn. That means things. it was just like sitting yes. there. It was like hanging out. <laughs> we had to learn these things. To be fair, the only okay, cooking on 400, 425, huge difference, life changing. Yeah. But to be fair, preheating does nothing. Like it doesn't That's not for true, me. especially in baking. It does nothing for you. <laughs> but the food like, the food is good though like i i see okay fine but if you're gonna if you are baking you need to have your oven preheat preheated like period there's see? just no going around it you, you wouldn't make a flaky biscuit gotta, in a cold oven it we gotta try that we, gotta, we have to do it yeah we have to do an experiment like yes, i do broiling oh, now i will broil Bro- anything broiling is a great is a great little like added bonus mm-hmm. to your 
to your oven. I love a broil. I still don't know what that means. It's just like, I think the highest setting on your stove, like the highest possible temperature, I want to say. You put yeah, it it's in, like it's it's basically cooking something at like 500 550 yeah. whatever the highest temperature your oven goes so, to but you can usually see at the top of the oven you can see yeah. the the flame and like, don't get it, scared though yeah. because like say for instance you have that. some like really good pork chops or like a roast that you're making and you just want to brown it at the top and give mm-hmm. it like a meatloaf up. yeah like a meatloaf right. you turn that on broil and it's mm-hmm. like you're good to go and i learned that on youtube how long are we cooking it for? Like, is that to like reheat minutes. things or is it to cook? Minutes. Yeah, that's like a few it's, minutes at the end. That's to get the brown. It's really for the brown. Oh, the gold. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's like I'm if you put mac it, and cheese but... in the oven and you want it to start bubbling, you can just mm-hmm. put the broil at the end. Okay. That's a Thanksgiving yeah. tip. It's scary at first, but yeah. once you do it a few times, you're like, try okay, it before things I'm going to do this but also time. don't That's put it on broil and then walk away. Like, you have to walk I learned away. that, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that, too. That's how I burnt my ribs one day. But Lessons learned, baby. Lessons, lessons learned. Okay, so obviously, you have already had so much success in your career when it comes to culinary work so much so that we learned about it on summer house but tell us the story of how you got casted to summer house did you watch the show first did you give a fuck about the show do you i had never heard of the show yeah Mm -hmm. i actually i don't think i've like i don't think i've shared this but i went to a friend's birthday party in a rooftop on Brooklyn, and we were talking about all the reality TV that we watched, and I remember specifically someone showing me a picture of, like, Summer House cast, being like, I watched the show, I love it, and I was, like, never heard of it, and to me, it didn't look interesting, <laughs> I was like, okay, I probably won't engage in watching that, and then I started getting recruited, essentially, which truly, there was... I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know what it was about me and my profiles online that were appealing, but something in casting made them come my way. I could not tell you what it was. They reached out and I thought it was a joke, but it was also like height of pandemic. So I was like, what? Can I swear on your podcast? Yeah, of course. I was like, what the fuck? Like, (laughs) I don't want to be on. (laughs) Like, if if it's not real, it's not real, but also like, I'm gonna see is. what this is about. Oh, yeah, and they wouldn't me. even give me the information of what show it was. They would say it was like a New York based show that goes to the Hamptons. Didn't know the network, didn't know the cast, didn't know anything. And I was just like, whatever, I'll take a few calls. Took the calls. They they were fun more than anything. Like casting calls are actually pretty fun. And beyond that, I was like, whatever happens happens my mom told me it was a scam she was like there's no way this is real my mom even the friends that i did speak about it with they're like okay well also like my one of my best friends was like do you get that if you do this you'll have to actually talk to people and you don't like talking to people (laughs) she's like you'll have to start speaking and i was like "Mm," like that and that was one of the reasons i almost didn't do it but i was also like if i die I don't want to be on my deathbed saying I had this opportunity that not a lot of people get, that a lot of people want, um, and that I'm very like fortunate and blessed to be given, and I should at least try it. 
Yeah. What were you thinking though when you seen that it was Summer House and you were like, yeah, so oh. then they tell you the show, they ask you to watch a few episodes, they ask you to let, um, just let them know who you think you would get along with, who you wouldn't, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, the, a lot of the problems didn't feel relatable to me, I guess. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand the real premise. I feel like the things that they were fighting about felt a little surface, if you will. But... I was also new into like watching shows on Bravo. I only started watching Housewives during the pandemic and it was like something to do. Did I catch up on pretty much all Housewives? Yes. <laughs> yes. But like I, that was all new to me. So I didn't even really understand like what Bravo TV looks like and how it really, how people rode. I didn't know what Bravo was about really. I didn't know how many people watch Bravo and cared for Bravo the way they do now. I would never have done this show had I known and I remember talking to one of my friends that did watch Summer House and she said it's such a like low profile show so very few people will know about it so like whatever happens <laughs> she's like whatever happens it's fine it's not gonna be like touching a lot of like hearts in America type of thing she's like it's a really low profile show on Bravo and I was like okay cool great like fast forward to BravoCon and that like what the arena we had for our panel is like I've been lied to, like, <laughs> the seat. Okay, so yeah, like, flash forward to, what, a year later, BravoCon is the craziest thing I've ever even heard of. I didn't understand that people ride for Bravo so hard, and I was like, and you know, that same friend came to BravoCon as one of my guests, and she looked at me while I was getting glammed, and she said, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I was like, she just didn't expect it. You don't expect it until you're literally there that like all of these people are here yeah. for this show. It's like, well, obviously, guys, you know, it's it like, con. it's scary though. <laughs> like, and we're, and, and we're just humans. We are nothing special. I, like, uh, I, well, special in our own right, I guess, but like, there's nothing exciting. Like, to me, I would never think to line up to be surprised yeah i learned i learned when kaya went that's when yeah, i no. really learned because she was showing too. me like everywhere and all the panels and i'm like damn wait so yeah. you got yet yeah I, this will there. be my first time this year last yeah. year i did not get a chance to go and i do not like like crowds and stuff like that stress me out so like Thank i'm kind of like you know you're gonna have to you i'm gonna have to thug it out you just buckle up and you just take it and mm -hmm. then you deal with it the Monday after. Yeah, That's oh, I know. I'm going to sleep for like five days. <laughs> I went last year for the first time because Bravo was gracious enough to, you know, send us tickets like they did this time and we are direct TV partners. So we'll be going this year. But last year, um, only I could go. So when I went, I wasn't expecting it to be as big as it was physically as crowded as it was and then the lines were like not even disney lines y'all you would imagine that if i'm not gonna say beyonce because that's too big you <laughs> would imagine that like dua lipa was doing like yes. doing, like autographs yes. <laughs> and, and that's what the lines are like and I'll then also forget. like i like, know where they had the the hallway with everyone's name on it do you remember seeing yes. yes, the stars? I caught my name and I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. 
I go to just sit down, lie down on it, take a picture. Uh, by the time I stood up, there was a line for me. And I was like, y'all know me like that. Like, what do you mean you're lining up? This is crazy. Like, also, don't waste your time for me. Like, better well, no, like, that, that should make you feel, like, so amazing because it shows that, like, you, I, I know that the online comments can be vicious sometimes. Yeah. And we know because we be cussing people out on behalf oh, yeah. of Sierra, on behalf of you, on behalf of Anita, on behalf of Garcelle, yeah, yeah. and a few of the Caucasian girls that we like. So we know that online is just like, it can be so toxic yeah. sometimes. So yeah. like when you go to BravoCon and you get that love, it's like, wow, people actually don't want me to suck a dick and die. Cause <laughs> yeah. I, found that. I found that out myself. Cause I put on my story, I was like, Oh, if you see me, hit me up. Let's take a picture. Yeah. People actually came up and was like, "Are you from Bravo Wild Black?" I'm like, "Yeah, what's up?" They're like, "Can we take a picture?" I'm like, "Okay, yeah. for what?" Like, "Sure, but for what?" They're like, "I just want to take a picture." <laughs> and I'm like, "Hell yeah!" Like, "What's up?" You know, right. like the, the love, and then also just the excitement yeah. that everyone has. And like, you know, you go to the different panels, and they're playing the theme songs, and then they're playing games and then there's like last last year there was like a place where you could the bar like you could get drunk it was just such a fun crazy yeah time and that's really people but in like a pot like it never never was anyone aggressive or mean they were just like a happy happy and drunk to be there <laughs> like oh girl you ain't go to that beverly hills that beverly hills panel was popping um, well, i went to my panels i went to my assignments and then i went to home. <laughs> yeah okay so if you would have went to that house of beverly hills panel you would have saw and i will not be there this year either the soccer moms were yes. like ready to throw down over seats and then me I, I just walk my pretty ass in the front i sit down and then i look behind me and like people are like rushing the stage they're like saying we have to shut it down the fire marshal will shut this down and it like since that panel that was the first day they realized that they have to clear the room every time they end a panel so that's how it was and i'm just like i've never seen those like those before over real housewives of beverly hills it's that serious <laughs> never that serious it's never and then lisa renna like walks out and she gets booed and she like puts the two thumbs up like sexy red and i was just like <laughs> what is yeah I, I do remember like i have a core memory of renna coming out when we did the big watch what happens live and she got booed i was like damn like all these people on stage that sucks it, it does i don't feel like she did ever anything that was really ever that bad to get booed like that but like whatever it's not my place it was fun i, no, I mean i didn't boo i just was like damn yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like people um i remember garcelle specifically and i mean i understand about garcelle though because when Garcelle like just walked across, I think she was walking to a panel and she didn't use like the back way to get to the places. She just went through it and like, it was like a crowd. Like she was like parting the Red Sea, like Moses. And I'm backstage, like, oh, it's Garcelle. Backstage when Garcelle walked through, it was like that. People were lining up to try to say hello to Garcelle. Like I was like, that was one of the goals of my BravoCon. I was like, speak to Garcelle. Exactly. <laughs> what I have to do, yes. Talk That's the fancy. Trying to exactly. I like sent a picture of the back of Garcelle's head and sent it to my mom. 
And I'm like, okay. Yeah. That's enough for me. Up there, I was like, I will meet them. I don't care. Come hell or high water. I'm not going home without that. (laughs) So what was your favorite, your favorite part of BravoCon? Um, I think my favorite part was like the private meet and greets that we got to do. Um, I was in some it's like a bravo palooza room with mm-hmm. just very funny fans that had such a good energy you got to actually sit down and talk to them and i think that was the best part because otherwise like i specifically remember when we were leaving the summer house panel i couldn't even really stop i was trying to stop and talk to people and they security wouldn't let us it was yeah they rushed you out it was getting too much and it's like that is a whole to me that's the whole purpose of BravoCon. so Anytime that you actually get to connect with people that want to connect with you, I feel like that's the best part. Yeah. So then, okay, with your summer house experience, that first time going in there, you are going someplace you don't know the people. Most of them are white, straight up. Um, and like you, you're not used to reality TV. You don't really want to speak as much, but you are open to having this new experience. Yeah. How was it the first time that? you know you joined the cast it was also a different I, you, that, this was when y'all stayed at the house you couldn't leave anywhere oh no, yeah. that was sierra's first season oh that was sierra's okay my, so you were my able first to... season was right right after like the covid lockdown one okay yeah okay so how was your first season um so i mean the first weekend alone i specifically remember we were sitting down at Southampton socials our first night first dinner and I wanted to these were like my goals I was like I'm gonna advertise my cookies I'm never gonna get drunk and I am going to like be well a well-spoken black woman (laughs) for the people basically that first night I was terrified like so nervous and you have to think about all the like we met up at 6 a.m. that morning to get down to the Hamptons. So by the time you drive in a car with production where they're not letting you speak to people because they don't want you to get to know each other, not on Before. camera. So you are like in this quiet car for eight-ish hours being iced out until you actually go into the house. That's like the production side that no one sees. So you're waiting outside the house until you get the go-ahead. That took about eight hours after that like the adrenaline that I had at the 6 a.m was gone I was tired I was scared and now I'm like wait we have to just now we have to like actually turn up for the night I get mic'd shaking like ready I could have shit myself I was so scared and walk in I remember my first interaction like my first real interaction was with Carl and didn't know he was a sober person and he's like how do you know Paige and I'm like caught off guard by everything and I'm like I don't know drinking how do you know people comes off like (laughs) that was literally like your first line I think my first line and I was like what oh my gosh she's just (laughs) like me for real (laughs) (laughs) this is real life question I was like wait what like what say that then two seconds later someone's in my ear like this man is sober I'm like great I'm already an asshole on this show and then I got drunk (laughs) because I was like well what the fuck else am I gonna do ruined it for me so I remember sitting at Southampton Social drinking a martini being like 
this is not what I expected for my like for my night Lindsay was going off in the corner about something it's it was a question I had asked her so it's like I already pissed off Carl I already pissed off Lindsay and I'm just gonna get fucked up and deal with it oh my gosh I was terrified especially for someone who's I would have been like can you cut all that out actually can we start (laughs) over yeah, but you can't. And then, like, you can't look at the camera. You like, you try to figure. You just like trying to figure it out. Of what? How? Mm-hmm. There's no handbook. There's no like. There's no onboarding. You don't get like orientation before you go on a t- reality TV show. You just show up and you figure it out. And I can imagine it's crazy though, because while you're trying to figure it out, you have all these cameras pointed in, like at your face. <laughs> directly in your face following you to the bathroom like then you have oh someone why did you just make that face about something I'm like did I make a face then you have to be so aware of your facial expressions Amanda within the first weekend was like you have <laughs> very nicely this is not her being mean at all but she was like you have a resting bitch face which is true she was like I'm gonna give you a, a like a like a code knit word basically so you know the face is out so that you end up looking like a bitch all season. <laughs> I like, that. Like... Thank you so much, Amanda. Thank you. But then the word was platypus. And I swear that first weekend, all I heard was platypus, platypus, platypus. <laughs> like, it's just my face. Like, I don't Sorry. look happy. I don't walk around smiling. That's not who I am. Ooh, that weekend was a lot, man. Mm. Oh, my God. I can't imagine, like, that amount of, of pressure. Like, it makes me, I don't know if you saw that, season obviously with uh denise richards where she's just saying bravo 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 fucking bravo bravo. and then like it didn't work and not only did it not work they showed it and then now it's become like one of the most common used slogan words and quotes while filming at one point as a joke but they were like that doesn't fly here (laughs) (laughs) and i would be like oh no did damn put that in my pocket for later (laughs) you just don't know you just don't you there's no describing it there's no way to prepare anyone for it I could not help like I don't know how to help anyone that goes into that environment for the first time you just do it and hope for the best so then we want to get to you meeting our other cousin like meeting Sierra (laughs) it was so like good to see two black girls on summer house like you guys have different personalities but you know you obviously share the same experience of being a black woman on a predominantly white show um obviously at first it didn't seem like you guys were going to be like the bestest of friends because you're new in general and she oh, I, I also did not like sierra <laughs> let me make yeah. that very clear i did not like her <laughs> you didn't like what what was it about her oh, but she didn't like me either and if you ever have her back she will confirm that for you like we've talked about this this is not this is nothing yeah. i'm not giving you any yeah but we just like didn't really fuck with each other like that i felt like she was judging me she thought i was like a weirdo which i am but it was like we didn't understand <laughs> each other yes and i didn't know that uh slow i'm a slow burn too but i feel like I guess it's harder to, to me it was harder to be a slow burn in that moment so I think I tried to like turn it on for the you know for the experience of it and Sierra's not going to do that she's going to take it she just is the way that she is because <laughs> I yeah I yeah. see that in her but like obviously just seeing you 
talk about how your name is my and that was really when I was like okay like I fuck with her the long way when you're like my name like and then it's like how hard is it even to remember um but right. you were like my name is Maya like I, that actually like matters to me and I know that on the podcast I say that my name is Kaya and I say that my name is Kaya because I don't want anyone to know what the real pronunciation is because I want to have some mystery about myself but my mom always teaches me <laughs> to literally correct people when they say my name wrong in real life because if you guys can learn to pronounce Timothy exactly you can literally pronounce yes. my name Correct. so when you were able to speak up and have that conversation even though it was with Andrea who's a, a sweetheart it yep. meant so much. It was so relatable. You made so many people feel seen. Yeah. Uh, and then also, like, when you and Sierra had that moment, it was just such a, I don't know, it was just so relatable. So were you nervous walking into that conversation? Like, did you debate on going back and forth or... Yeah, we were like that whole morning trying to figure out if it was something that we even really wanted to do. Sierra was making a big point having, you know, been on the show before, like I'm not having this conversation unless it's getting going to get shown or unless it's going to make the final cut. Because what are we going to sit here and do this for if you guys are going to act like it didn't happen? So, and I couldn't, I didn't have the wherewithal to even understand that that was a thing that could or couldn't happen. So she was kind of like fighting that battle. I was more like, I don't even really know these people like that and it's just so easy to be misunderstood as a, a person of color especially in predominantly white spaces and yeah. I didn't want any room for like this narrative about who I am that wasn't correct like I, I'm not an angry person and I'm not going to fall into the stereotypes that you want to put on me as a black woman because I'm calling y'all out on your bullshit basically and so that was scary and I wouldn't I would not do that if I was by myself I wouldn't I would not done it if I didn't have Sierra's support I there's just no way I would have been like it's cool I'm used to this I, I can code switch I've been doing it all my life like I'm used mm -hmm. to dealing in these environments this is not going to break me you know but when production said they would air it, I was like, all right, let's, let's just do it. I took, I did take a shot right before it was 11 a.m. And <laughs> I sat down and I was like, whatever is going to happen is going to happen. The other thing is like, it was a Sunday morning. We are used to partying all weekend and then wanting to basically clean up and leave. Like everyone wants to go home back to their lives after a weekend of filming. No one wants to sit down and have a meaningful conversation on a Sunday morning after we are blackout, hungover, whatever it is, like whatever condition we are in after the night before, it doesn't, it didn't, it didn't, it wasn't guaranteed that it would be received properly because of the timing. But obviously you all saw how it was received. I do think it made our house closer. I think one of the big takeaways for me was like Alex finally got a voice. He didn't really, he was, I don't feel like he was really listened to a lot in the house. And I feel like that was one time where people actually took the time to stop and listen to him. And I thought that that was, to me, that's honestly the bigger takeaway for that conversation. I loved yeah. it. I, I thought it was necessary that it happened because even after watching it, I felt like the vibe changed and it just, the energy was yeah. was better. 
Yeah, for sure. And people were like, are you good? Because we, you have to think about it. We're having like 60, 70 drunk strangers into our house yeah. pretty much every weekend who are used to this Hamptons life that don't, that do call it ignorant, call it whatever you want. Assume that people of color in the house are the help. Like that is just the reality of it. And that is what we were facing when we were inviting people into our homes that was supposed to be a safe place for us. So right. it wasn't just, it wasn't like the Andrea not, acknowledge, not acknowledging my presence, which is what it was really feeling like for me when I did approach him. But it was, it's like, there was a whole vibe. We, I feel like the Alex, Sierra and myself, we called ourselves, we had some like name for the three of us, like the minorities or some shit. Yeah. So like, like at some point, like we were talking and Danielle and we were like, we had our own little like code, if you will. Like, so, so there was, there were these dynamics that were existing within the house that people just weren't speaking about. Right. And about. then if you, you also like, it was for Alex and then also Danielle also spoke up like right. during that time and Danielle tends to fade into the background a little bit not story-wise but just acknowledging that she is a Hispanic woman mm-hmm. um because we are so used to just seeing her with the rest of the cast right but once you brought that up it opened it up for a bigger conversation within your group but then also within viewers obviously yeah. some people took it one way and some people took it another way but yes. the point is is that you... it one way and other ways <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, but the point is is that you spoke up and this is not just something specific to summer house it's something specific to literally every day um yeah. so it was just thank you for even like bringing that up especially within that environment and i was um, just because you said that it was genuinely like perceived, like everyone actually took that in. It's good to know because the Summer House cast, we see, well, I see like the Vanderpump Rules cast, most of them, they're evil. They're evil. I love them, but they're evil. The Summer House cast, I see them as they're good. They're just drunk. So it's kind of <laughs> like, it kind of like, doubled down that okay these people from summer house are yeah. actually uh trying to be good people that they're, they're, the effort is there after the conversation i would say 90 percent of my housemates reached out via text or phone call or something just to be like we heard you let us let me know what else i can do to support you like through this and that it, it was real it was a real moment Hell yeah, that's good to know. So let's get to some of the fun things. Like, what is your what was your favorite theme party, and then what was your least favorite theme party? Um, so my least favorite is actually one that didn't get shown. Um, <laughs> in anything but clothes party, I just felt like that was a little too juvenile for like where we were in our lives. That's a college party. It felt very college. It felt very like we just want to like be naked. I'm not that type of girl. I didn't like that party. It got cut, so I wasn't mad about that. Um, I was very resistant to the bondage party. Because that that just felt also really like... Sexual. It's like too much. And like with Andre already, I'm like, I just like know too much about your sex life. I was like, what are we going to see with this party? So that one was like when I... I had a lot of fun, but I could have taken or left that theme. Um, but I think my favorite was Studio 50. 
Yeah, I think Studio 54. I mean, Sierra had, had a really fun time. I'm around, the party right? itself was horrible. <laughs> the party was trash. We barely had alcohol. We barely had people there. Like, the party was horrible. But in moments like that, you have to make the best of it. And I feel like the cast at least tried to really rally in that moment. That was, yeah, it, was, it wasn't, it didn't come out like it was a fun party because I'm like, why are they so ill prepared this season? But then at the same time, when Sierra came in, I mean, she Summer Brown was truly iconic. And now she's nominated for a Bravo's everyone, Award. Everyone should vote for her. I have already voted for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I think it's well deserved. We go into that um that award show, you guys. I hope that you guys have your tickets for uh the Bravos. I know they have we have like dy- dynamic duos. Um I'll be there actually because I don't you're not coming to the Bravos. What day is that? I think it's Sunday. It's yeah. Sunday after BravoCon. I will not be there. <laughs> I know you fucking lying too. Well, at least Maya's giving us the real. Sunday, I, I don't I listen. That. I have nothing on my schedule for Sunday. Not as far as I know, none of us do. We will not. You will not be seeing us. The same. <laughs> <laughs> like the plans that we have for Saturday night will not include anyone seeing us on Sunday. I know that's right. Okay, well, Usher's in town. There's all types of things to be doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're in, you're in Vegas, and then once you fulfill your responsibility to the summer house, like thing, yeah, I think our then, responsibilities end Saturday at like six p.m. Yeah, and then also just having three days at BravoCon is just I don't even know how I made it. Like it was the grace of God Himself that like put me through those three days, and then people were just just like do you want to go to this after party do you want to go to this podcast safety do you want to go to this? i'm like wh- one where are y'all getting all this money from to take the uber blacks that are available down the street 55 dollars like it didn't matter what it was i, I couldn't get in the cars i was walking from. yeah i don't at least you got a car no yeah no i i was just like because i went with um our friend of the pod samaj like he was there to like keep my head on my shoulders because I was there with like a mission the first two days and then the last day I kind of got to enjoy myself and then every time I would leave since I stayed in Jersey which was actually smart you guys if it ever goes back to New York stay in Jersey because where my Airbnb was I had an Airbnb instead of a hotel so I had a whole like two bedroom one bedroom house were you deep? no like right out of the tunnel like five minutes out of the tunnel so it was at the javits center i would get in the uber black and it would be like 80 dollars every day and he would pay for me because he had things to do like samaz was like oh you brought me and you're leaving don't worry i'm gonna go to all these events that you're not going to i'm like have fun so i actually everyone was going one way but since i was staying in jersey i was going towards the tunnel then once i got in the tunnel it was a straight like a, a 10 minute ride and it was great so that's my advice for when it goes back to uh new york hopefully it goes back to new york no offense to the west coast but i don't know why bring that shit to florida me. that's what i want bring that shit to miami like, Please. <laughs> like florida. No, really, so i could like go down the road and like really be there wait y'all should yeah. go to chris's florida screening 
does he yeah. have a screening coming chris from the show chris yeah from- i think he has like doesn't he do like multiple movies or, or he something? does do multiple movies but I think yeah screening in florida that's a big deal that he posted about just the other day i didn't read the full details but i think we haven't really like been able to talk to i don't know like maybe we have some kind of bias that we only want to talk to girls but yeah that is good to know because chris is very nice on the show but bring that shit i think that is true though because it's like i know guys are definitely on summer house i see it but it's like (laughs) when i really think about summer house i'm like amanda page maya sierra i can talk to to kyle and carl but then i think that i'm kind of like "Mm, why act like that you know like i don't know but with girls it's like let's just keep let's have a good time but you know, Kyle's really good at kikiing. He's really, really good at it. I believe it. I also, but also, I feel like people think that we're much more famous than we are, which I want to I want to keep that energy out there. Because <laughs> people would be like, oh, why don't you have Garcelle on the show? And I'm like, if we could have Oh, Garcelle, yeah. Oh, let's just, let's just have her on. Let's just fucking like, text it, Garcelle. Make it ask her on the show. Let's just, yeah, let's just film at her house. Yeah, let's go. Let's go talk with Garcelle, and then find like, no. on and make it happen. Hope, like we're putting that energy out there. Hopefully, we get to see have some to bring behind like the a, scenes. A mobile studio with me, and <laughs> even if you have my own. Like you never know, she could give you something good. The you're tiny right, mic. Right. The, the, put the tiny the mic. Tiny in the mic. Yeah. I don't know, but then they'll be like, "Who was it?" The yeah, okay. So you know, Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, he's hilarious. Oh my god, he's hilarious. So we were talking about like stars on Mars on the profile because, as you know, we have the pop culture side, and then we have where we just talk about Bravo. This is just the Bravo episode. So we posted something about stars on Mars, but you know, Tom Schwartz was on there, and of course, I was dragging Tom Schwartz, and then they're like, "Oh, you should have." Marshawn Lynch on the podcast, and I'm like, baby, <laughs> thank you so like, much for should. thinking that we're that famous to have Marshawn fucking Lynch <laughs> one day <laughs> on the podcast that I'm doing from Listen. my apartment. Wait, it ha- it Mars- does happen. It does happen. Mars is not the one with Tom Sandoval. No, okay. Tom Sandoval is on the one called Special Forces. It's Special where Forces. they with JoJo Siwa. With JoJo Siwa, maybe with JoJo Siwa. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then Stars on Mars is like Portia was on it. And they basically simulate they're on Mars. And it was just hilarious because it was Marshawn and it was Portia. They're two hilarious people. And it was just a fun time. But we posted about Tom Schwartz being on there because he got eliminated after like the third or fourth episode. So oh, he like, got eliminated. Yeah, he got eliminated. Yeah. Um, he didn't go very far at all. I forgot who. Oh, Tanache was also died. on there. <laughs> Yeah, right. Tanache was on the show. That what is Aaron's girl. <laughs> I just feel like I have to call it out every time. No, I appreciate that. I'm just googled it, and Richard Sherman was on it. Yeah, a With lot of stars. William Shatner. Yeah, he, he was like a, a major fixture. William Shatner, like he's a space guy. Like as far as I'm concerned, he's NASA. So he would like guide them through the simulations. Um, but yeah, they're like. You should have Marshawn Lynch on the show. And I'm like, thank you for listening to the show. Um, I thank you for believing that we are famous enough too, but maybe one day 
when we get there, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna remember that you spoke it into existence for us. I mean, if but, it makes you feel any better, someone DM'd our codependence uh, account the other day, being like, "Why haven't you guys interviewed Oprah yet?" And I'm like, "Agree. Why haven't you?" Like, Oprah don't know who I am. <laughs> like, just a, Maya just know. hasn't had the time, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Because look, if Michelle Obama admits that she watches Real Housewives of Potomac, what makes you think that Oprah don't watch Summer House? I just don't. I just can't see it. I can't Oprah and Gail probably watch that shit like every. Well, Rihanna Wednesday. watches Summer House, so like I yeah, feel like- she watches. Yep, yep, she sure do. And how how does that feel? Also, like just bring that up because she don't she don't watch nothing that we be on or she don't listen to this. But how does it feel <laughs> <laughs> knowing that Riri watches Summer House? Um, you know, I don't really think about it all that often. Rihanna followed me on Instagram and I didn't even notice. And yeah. like, we I, notice my friends will remind me like you know that Rihanna follows you and I'm like I forgot but I'm very grateful I love Rihanna yeah like I really do feel like we could be like we're sisters in a way we could speak yeah, you are. and talk a lot of shit and exactly. I don't know I just like I I've I've met Rihanna I vibed with her when we met her when I met her I never thought that she would then follow me on Instagram I'm I'm grateful like I love Rihanna I, I just like love she, your energy because that would freak me the fuck out. I would be like, what? I just like love- I want to be able to handle things like this and just be like, like eh. I would go so, into depth trying to portray a life that I do not live <laughs> if someone followed me. I'd be renting out I feel like that private type jets. of people that she wouldn't follow. That's how I feel. That's yeah. Like, so she maybe, wants okay. authentic. Because like, you're authentic. Like, I gotta get more but, chill energy. Like, oh, yeah. it's not that big of a deal. That's and how you know, I like, that's how I get her vibe to be. So yeah. I'm like, I'm not doing anything special for her. Um, but if she wants to send me like a Fenty kit, that's fine. Too. I know that's right. <laughs> um, I think that she also feels as though like, hey, I followed you. Like, where are my cookies? You know, because a lot of us feel that way. She's had my cookies. She already has. See, that's why we have to get our. We got to step our pussy up so we can get some of these cookies. Like literally the first second, we have <laughs> to be think, on it. As soon as these, I am finishing up two big contracts. I'm just gonna start selling direct to consumer again. Should like hopefully December, um, and I will give you guys a little heads up beforehand. Oh, okay, because I was like, are you gonna do another Beyonce drop? I'll tell you, I'll tell you ahead of time. Okay. okay. D- DM us. That's that's after the podcast talk for y'all. Um, so <laughs> tell us about codependence. Obviously, it's you, it's Sierra. We talk about everything under the sun. The clips on Instagram are hilarious. <laughs> Why did you guys decide to do a podcast together? Is it because you want to spend more time together? Is it because you just think that obviously, which is the truth, that your conversations are hilarious or what was it? It was really the fact that we have such a strong sisterhood and friendship and it wasn't really being shown on the show. Um, Like, I guess like you can see that we fuck with each other, but you can't, you never see like the key keys and especially like this past, not this past, but summer before we had so many funny moments 
that didn't get shown and like I think it kind of hurt our egos a little bit <laughs> like wait what like all especially like for black people like so many relatable moments as black women that we were sharing together like when we look at each other a certain way like what we would experience things together all that and none of it was shown so mm-hmm. I feel like that alone was like we already talk a few hours a day like we already are key keying as it is we might as well just like bring people into our world without the I like without a production company editing what we're saying mm-hmm. basically like let y'all get to know us who we really are that's perfect and that yeah. is, like it flows naturally between you two guys and when we did have sierra on the podcast she did tell us about uh, some of the moments that didn't make um you know the final cut and i'm like that's so fun they should have included that and then like we just, were kayaking in a, like the two of us in a kayak when have you seen two black women on a tv show kayak <laughs> like that is quality content the the things that were coming out of our mouth that moment alone okay to be fair the camera did fall into the water that day so i shouldn't be mad <laughs> i always have to remember that because like the whole cameraman fell into the water so not the whole cameraman oh my me. god me the same because i'm clumsy as hell Oh, it would like be it is, it is me. That's the other thing. Like, first, my first season, I fell down those stairs at least 20 times. They didn't want <laughs> So grateful for that. Because, like, I would fall bad, like, bruises on my back, bruises on they my back. I legally couldn't show that because you, you sound like you fucked yourself up. Like, hurting, like, to the point where I couldn't walk the next day. Carl would always be like, Are you okay? <laughs> Oh my gosh. And I'd be like, no. And they didn't show one single fall. Thank you, producer. Good, good. <laughs> I'd be like, that literally did not happen. Like, why are you guys making things up for camera time? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, who is your okay? Do you guys have a a, a dream guest for codependence? Sierra really wants Ty- Tyra Banks. I am like fine. I, obviously, I'll take Tyra. Like, love Tyra. Um, I'm more interested in Garcelle. Um, I just feel like talking to Black women. I would love Ebony to come on too. Like, Black women that have been in the same spaces that we work in now and can offer just like their experience. I'm sure all of ours are very different. To me, that's very interesting um but then also like from a personal level like i would love some black female chefs that are killing it in their field Aaron, who is that lady that you gina neely i love that lady i love gina neely oh gina neely from (laughs) down home with the neelys that was my shit and it still is i still watch what was the the husband's name pat 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 and gina it was gina and pat but they're not together anymore and you know Oh yeah, they're oh. not together, oh, and they see. like to make that very clear, <laughs> like these days. Okay, yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> I haven't really heard about either of them in a minute. So. Yeah, I mean, they had the show, like they would show the, um, they had it up on Discovery Plus, but then they took it down. So I'm not gonna say fuck Discovery Plus, but I'm gonna say I want you guys to just reconsider taking that down and just put it back. Okay. If I ever meet anyone at Discovery Plus, that will be my first. Call. Yeah, just be like, to Aaron say, wants actually, to know. Yeah, why the hell you up. guys took it down? And Especially it's, wants... it's almost Thanksgiving. 
like yeah the recipes for thanksgiving now i get that i feel like exactly. that makes sense maybe we should also re- requesting gino neely for the codependence podcast long story short also i would like that something we could talk about i would like that and she's so he- nice too i think she even has a morning show did he do her wrong is that why they make it clear that they're not together um, I think it was just like a, a mutual thing they tried to work through and just both agreed to well, like, separate. We really talk about that. You know, it did break my heart a little bit because... I'm actually shocked. I didn't know. Yeah. They're like my distant aunt and uncle. I get it. I'm going to be Googling <laughs> tonight at 2 a.m. when I can't sleep. Please. I <laughs> I was literally, me and my mom were laying across the bed, and she's like, whatever happened to Gina Neely? And I'm like, let's look her up. Yes. And then we looked at this whole interview about like what happened. On YouTube, they have this girl that breaks it down, and she's like, I'm going to tell you why this marriage ended, God and what happened after that. And I was like, we watched the whole thing. That's how I know as much as I know. So, but they said that it only ended because they really just decided to go apart. Yeah, like, yeah. It was just like a mutual decision. They tried counseling. And then they also like revealed during the last, I think two seasons or the last season, that's when everything was crumbling. And then I'm like, let me rewatch to see if I can kind of get feel out the vibes. And then once I did, I was like, damn, like she was doing everything she could to work in the kitchen while he was on the grill outside. And then they would just like rotate. Like they would separate. Mm-hmm. That's smart. And it's something that I wouldn't necessarily notice unless it was pointed out. Yeah, I, I did because I watched it and I was like, oh, they're fine. Like, yeah, like, I oh, she it. really was on my cue the truth about Gina and Pat Neely's divorce. <laughs> <laughs> it's so and they really tell the truth. Like it it's so it's one of those things that are just like the more you know, you find it out. <laughs> and I'm like, I can like, sleep at night. Just the community that like, cares about it, like shout out to y'all. Like we will go off into these tangents, like you and Sierra do about very <laughs> specific things very that specific. were like but the ones that get it, get it. Because like, I felt like I couldn't really bring that up to anybody specifically, but my mom, <laughs> because I know we watch together, and I'm like, oh, you watch, so it's like you know what I'm talking about. But everybody else is like, who's that? And they're no, like, oh, you mean that. that black couple that was on the Food Network channel? And I'm like, yeah. The only reason that I found out about his obsession, like, obviously, I watched Down Home with the Neelys, and I just thought that it was gone off. But the only reason that I know that Aaron was, like, really, like, obsessed with her was, like, our page, Bravo Well Black, randomly started following Gina Neely. And I'm like, how did you do this? I'm like, it went from, yeah. like, all Bravo content to, and that's how Kaya always finds out because like we'll randomly be following somebody and she's like when did this happen like what are you doing like is it a glitch is it you because i don't (laughs) i think it's gina neela and who's another person that we follow that's really random you went into like the teen mom universe very yes And I'm like, I did. I'm sorry. Who could you possibly want to follow on Teen Mom? Not that I really know who's on Teen Mom like that anymore, but we have a whole Teen Mom like fan base. There was only one though, and it was Ashley Siren. And then we got like, once we started talking about it on the podcast, because sometimes like I'll go off on these tangents. Listen, (laughs) 
being at home, and that's what I'll blame it on, for long periods of time, you just start watching stuff, and I'm like, sit, seen, pregnant, teen mom. And that's another show me and my mom watched together. And then she's like, I don't want to watch this shit. And then when I would turn it on, she would be like, turn it on the next episode. Like, let's see what happens. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) She'll literally stand in the room and like... With her arms folded and be like, I don't want to watch this shit. And I'm just like, why are you here then? That's exactly... Like a boyfriend that doesn't want to watch your shows and then boom, he's invested. Right. Like, that's how my mom is with with Vanderpump Rules when Scandal was going on. She's like... "Uh, this is not Housewives. I don't understand why this is everywhere. Do they know what's going on in Atlanta? I'm like, yeah, but like, they don't really, this is different. So she'd be like, that's just not even that good. So then she would just stand and watch the entire episode of Tom and Ariana finally, when they finally like talk and she's like, mm, he ain't no good. But I do have a meet and greet for BravoCon with a ver- like a few people from our cast and then it's with Tom and Tom. And I think that's going to be very interesting. Wait, Tom Ooh. Sandoval is going to be out in the open? He's going to be in the open? He's on my schedule. Can you believe that Tom Sandoval getting together? I can't believe... Okay, like, I remember when last BravoCon, it was Tom and Tom and, like, they were the, like, the rock stars. And then and it Tom was... Tom did our party. Tom Sandoval did, like, the Bravo party. Yeah, he like his his band or whatever performed yeah. or whatever, yeah. and like everyone was just like taking pictures of them. They were like the rock stars, and then they had um, Craig and Vanita together, and then I was like, okay, I wish that I was able to see Vanita, but I went and I sent Samaj, my friend that came with us. I literally made him go and stand in line to go and meet Vanita to tell her that I love her because I was in. I think it was the Married to Medicine panel and I was like live streaming the Married to Medicine panel and our listeners love Married to Medicine so I didn't want to get cussed out. Those are my girls. So, like, yeah. So, I was like, hey, you better stand right there. My, my <laughs> arm hurt so bad. But I How you know to bring a tripod. Yep. I knew that if I was to stop live streaming, I would have literally been called everything but the child of God. But I was so happy that I was there, but I didn't get to see Benita because I wanted to. I literally made my rounds. I'm like, I want to see all the black people, and I want to see Lisa Barlow. So I got to see Candy and Todd. I got to see um, um, Candace. I got to see Ashley, and then I went Ashley, and I saw, Ashley Darby. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then I went to see Lisa Barlow, of course. And like I was like, okay, that's enough for the meet and greets because those lines are longer than Disney. But I don't know how it's going to be this year because they have two tiers instead of three tiers. They don't really let you talk during the meet and greets. It's just like, take your picture and go. So oh now I know literally what to ex- expect. But it's really up to the Bravo Liberty. Like, we don't know what to expect either. It's in Vegas for the first time. No one knows what that's going to look like. Our schedule's... Like, my schedule feels very different from last year, where it's not as many, like, fun panels. It's more, like, meet and greets. I don't know. So who's who's to say? Well, they do have, I think, they updated the BravoCon app to say, like, who's going to be in what panel and things like that. And then they have, like, the Bravo Paloozas, but they don't tell you 
who's going to be in the Bravo Paloozas? And I'm like, well, you don't? No, they don't tell you. You just get who you get. And that's like the fun of Bravo Palooza because, say, obviously for me, I would try to get to the one that has Garcelle in it, like personally. People so, are going to be so disappointed at my Bravo Palooza. <laughs> like, no, they are not. It's, it's me not. and Tom's. It's like, that, to, me, to me, that's disappointing. <laughs> the Bravo Palooza is like the one that you were talking about where you could be a little bit more intimate and talk with the fans. So they don't tell you who's going to be at the Bravo Palooza. They just you open the door and you get who you get. But like when you go and you do the meet and greets, you know exactly who you're standing in line for. And like you even get like a, by the second day, you already have a system in place. Like, okay, you take your last over there for 30 minutes and, you, and it's going to turn into the Heather Dubrow line. And then after Heather Dubrow, it's going to be Candy Burris line. Like it's a whole thing that you have to do that I have to teach Aaron. But I am like already are- so rest but people, no the fa- everyone that went to bravo con that we talked to they love bravo palooza because you don't know which bravo celebrities you're gonna get you get to actually talk with them you get to take selfies yeah like it doesn't really matter who you get because you get you're gonna know someone in there because you're at bravo con so you've already spent thousands to see these people so you're a big enough fan to wow. you know appreciate whoever you're in the room with I didn't realize that they didn't know that though. Because okay, because you say it says a hundred fans experience bites, booze, and Bravo Lebs at this intimate cocktail party where they'll have a chance to meet and mingle and interact with a variety of Bravo talent. You have no idea. Exactly. You don't know. My talent is uh, I would be upset in my room. I'm just gonna say I, feel I like, don't even know what time what because they have different times on different days and then everyone like comes out of their um bravo pools and they're like mine had my had bro mine had my um quad quad's husband was there i got what? it was just like yeah it's just the most random people and that's why <laughs> that's why we saw um quad oh and God. jason from winter house i think that they had like a bravo pool that's such a random combination they had like that picture of them and i was like hmm they look real good together but apparently that's giselle man so i don't (laughs) well jason will be back but we all know what jason's up to so (laughs) we sure do we saw it but um (laughs) whether you believe it is up to you i have a question though are y'all gonna do anything with martha's vineyard no what what the heck i know and it makes no sense i'm 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 this schedule right now so even our our summer house panel is just summer house and then we have that wait maybe i'm lying to you because maybe when we do that That don't make no sense y'all have to have black summer house but we do that watch what happens that we did last year with like Mm -hmm. house rules they called it last year maybe it's gonna be like martha's that's not maybe awesome. they just group summer house they together they might have added Martha's Vineyard to that but I, I feel know. like it's one of those things I'm gonna be surprised I don't even want to know I just want to show up and kind of be like anyone from Martha's I met Jordan. I've only met Jordan yeah oh wow so I, I want to meet Preston yeah that was the yeah, question Preston. I was gonna ask you like who did you answered it yourself like who did you meet from um black summer house Preston but we cool. only Jordan no Better at a lover boy event. No one else. I know Sierra, and, yeah, but I haven't. Well, 
get it together. You got to meet all of them in Vegas. I don't leave the house though, so I don't plan like it's. I'm only gonna meet yeah. the property. Yeah, at, at, in Vegas, so you'll be able to meet like oh, see everybody. Mara's like, I'm just gonna do what I've been calling, and I don't you. blame her because that's exactly what we're gonna do. Yes, and if you see me, out, if you see me outside of whatever wherever BravoCon is, don't speak to me. No, I'm kidding. I'm no, kidding. yeah, absolutely. No, I I would respect that though. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> no, I'll like just kidding. knowing how it is, like it's it. just like till you're back home, like your plane has landed and you're back home in your place. That's when people can stop speaking to you. I think the weekend is for the fans it will be fun i i look i'm looking to have a great time i'm hoping to dance from usher i'm like i'm gonna have a good time oh you have a a, you have a show that you're going to we think we're gonna go to usher we think we're gonna do it so are you gonna sit in the front we're gonna try Paige's birthday is also that saturday oh we're all trying to figure out what what that looks like for us oh my god that would be amazing if you get chose like Usher is... I, we all know he would choose Sierra, which is fine. I will live through her. Right. Like, I'm I'm happy for you. Yes. I'll be happy for her. I'll be happy for if anyone in my group gets a little bit of Usher dick in their face. <laughs> <laughs> what a time, though. I'm yeah. rooting for y'all. Like, seriously. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I hope so. Like, I'm, I'm going to be looking at your stories. I will, you'll know. I will, I will post about that. <laughs> Good. Well, Okay, so I know you can't tell us anything relevant about the upcoming season of Summer House, but what what can I ask? Yeah, because like, I'm like, like you what, can't you can't ask that. You no, can't ask yeah, that. I'm, I'm I'm not trying to get you in trouble. Like, is there anything that's going to surprise us or make us think differently than you think that people are thinking right now? Unfortunately, I feel like the internet knows so much about everything that happens that there's nothing that comes to mind now. Okay. Okay. And did you think <laughs> this would be a little bit messy? Did you um? <laughs> did you think that it was it was ironic that you were accused of flirting with Carl and you weren't the one to be worried about? I always knew I wasn't the one to be worried about. So, mm-hmm. no, I don't think it's ironic mm-hmm. to me. It's what I always knew. You know what I mean? Like I was never, I was never checking for Carl. And I that always was said that to you. Yeah, I'm like I hate it, talking? and I'm glad you're here because that narrative. I hate it. That that's, little that's exactly commercial that, that they did. That was a narrative that was spun. Yeah. For the sake of a TV show, that wasn't the reality of what was happening. That was never what was even that didn't even come up in the conversation that I had with Lindsay on the beach, which y'all saw. Like that that took that took time outside of what was happening in the moment to develop. Because I remember they would show like that one clip, and I would be like, "Bro, I mean, when that it was like I I was like pining for Carl, and I and obviously we hadn't seen the." Y'all had seen the first episode before I did because I remember one of you yeah. were telling me about it. And because yeah. you had that, you had that blunt. I'm sorry, she so had the blind install. And I was like, what are y'all really trying to make it seem like I want this man? What, meanwhile, I had a whole boyfriend too, like at the time. Like, and Carl was never the one. 
Don't worry, we defended you. Because I definitely was like, I kind of find it funny how you guys play this commercial and specifically this commercial. Correct. Yeah, so that's, I mean, like, it's just part of the business. But no, I have nothing to say on that because it's an unfortunate circumstance. Like, I I would be in it and I... I'll so we'll see what happens child y'all will see what happens we will see what happens everybody will see what happens correct exactly. okay so the last thing is is other than the fact that we want to have you sierra and vina on one podcast like i need you to help make that happen because they have all sierra's agreed vanina's yeah. agreed you've been the hardest to get on the podcast so it's you that I'm we want to be that hard, and I'm so sorry that I've been the hardest. No, it's yeah. actually no. an honor. It's yeah, an it's honor. okay though because we were like we to- like we totally understood. Yeah, because it happens because we're, we've been waiting for a couple of people. Like yeah. with Vanita, we had to go in a few circles, and then with Ebony K. Williams, we're gonna have her on soon. Y'all are booked and busy, so you like, That's or it. sometimes you just mm. don't even feel like. You don't feel like going on a fucking podcast. You have your own lives. So we understand that. But I'm just telling you that we want you, Panita and Sierra, and we can have like a good key. And All then right, the second the dates out, like we I I basically speak for Sierra's calendar right now because I do a lot of codependent booking. So I can make that happen for us. You just gotta okay. really <laughs> Okay, perfect. We will be oh in the God. DMs about that, of course. Oh and God. then is there anything obviously you guys listen to codependence already you should, should already be streaming streaming it you should have already rated it five stars if you could because you know how four stars you know how it is with the system like we need these ratings so, so. please don't do that like please don't yeah. say something super nice and then rate it like four stars yeah like don't yeah. do that because yeah. every time I'm like, oh my god <laughs> But um, is there anything else that we should be looking out for that is coming? Um, or do you have anything to advertise? Or do you just buy me? For Codependence next Wednesday, the 18th. Uh, don't know if that's the date. That's a Thursday. Yeah, Wednesday the 18th. We are dropping our merch line. We are very excited about that. I wear all of our stuff pretty much daily because I love sweatpants so that or like sweatshirts I like to be comfy it's comfy season wear our shit buy our shit other than that no I feel like Sierra and I are about to take over the world but people don't know it yet I feel like we know it and y'all know it and we'll acknowledge you when we make it really really big (laughs) y'all are right like this is literally just what we want and oh the last question I want to ask you like how do y'all even know Nick Vile like you had we don't oh okay i was like i didn't see, <laughs> we don't. I didn't see the connection I was anything my brain. can happen i'm yeah. telling you you know what it really does go down in the dms and like shoot your shot you guys in the dms because know, I, yeah he, knowing the type of visibility his podcast gets right. being familiar with him it just made sense and we shot our shot I was like, this is great because now this is going to bring a lot of people to codependence, which you guys deserve. But I just couldn't make the connection of like, are they like huge Bachelor fans or like, do they know this? Are they watching? Are they watching? Because he he was on, not Star, he was on that show that Tom Sandoval's on right now. 
Yeah, because he told yeah. you. Yeah. Exactly. So that's wild. But okay, Streamlabs episode of Codependence by their merch, pressure her to release more cookies. And obviously, <laughs> we, will, we will try to say hi to you at BravoCon if we're able to see you. And we can't wait to see you. And thank you so much for coming on. We've had such a good time talking to you. This has been so fun. You have to come back. And come yeah, back. just thank I'll come you. back with Sierra and Vanita too. Perfect. Yes. Thank you so much thank for chatting with us. I'll see, you, I'll see you both at BravoCon. I expect it. Yes. Yeah, hell yeah. Yes, you we'll will. Hit you up. All right, bye. Bye, y'all.